0: Welcome to episode 303 of the AM-PM podcast. This episode is being released on August 18th, and right now, as we speak, there's about a 100 or so Amazon sellers on a party boat listening to music by two Amazon sellers who used to be DJs in their former life, Leo Scovio and Danny McMillan. And you know, for the last four days, these guests have been at the billion dollar seller summit in austin that's my event that i put on twice a year once in person and once virtually the next virtual one's coming up in february of 2023 and the next live one is coming up in the summer of 2023 in puerto rico so what i want to do in this episode is while all these great sellers were in town in austin i wanted to corner as many of them as i can and get some really cool nuggets of information from them And I want to share those with you today. So I recorded as many of the guests as I could while they were checking in earlier this week for the event. And I asked them to share something with you that's pretty cool. So I've gathered the best ones here. So I hope you enjoy this collage of wisdom from some of the top sellers in the Amazon space. Enjoy it.
1: Welcome to the AMPM podcast. Welcome to the AMPM podcast. Where we explore opportunities in
2: e-commerce. Commerce. We dream big and we discover what's working right now. Plus, plus, this is the podcast for money never sleeps. Working around the clock in the AM and the
1: PM. Are you ready for today's episode? I said, said, are 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 you you ready? Ready. Let's do this. Let's do this. Here's your host, host, Kevin Kevin King. Kevin King.
0: All right. I'm here with Sean and Seth from Post-Purchase Pro. Sean is one of the speakers at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. Sean, why did you decide to come and actually speak at this event?
3: Well, because you invited me, Kevin. I had to (laughs) twist your arm a little bit, but I'll tell you, honestly, the virtual event was so much fun. I had so much great feedback that when you sent me an email with the subject line, Sean Hart spewing gold in Austin, (laughs) I literally made my nipples hard, man. Seriously.
0: (laughs) Well, I know you got some good stuff to share, uh, and you're here with your business partner, uh, Seth. What do you guys actually
3: So what Seth and I discovered was that our ability to build a real customer list from our Amazon business allowed us to, to uh, grow a lot more quickly and a lot more profitably. And at the end, when we exit our businesses, which we've sold 17 now, we're able to command a higher multiple than our peers because we don't only have an Amazon business, but we actually have a brand and a customer list that we're, we can easily tap into for ongoing sales. So when we sold our last brand, Kevin, we decided to make an effort to help other Amazon sellers build a customer list and show sellers how to tap into that list to create more sales, higher rankings, and more reviews.
0: So what are you going to be talking about here? What did you talk about this week at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit?
3: I'm going to be talking about my strategy called the Amazon Launch Domination. So what's
0: something someone's going to miss? Someone that didn't come here, what is just one little quick thing share just one little small thing really quick of what they missed by not seeing your whole presentation.
3: Well, if they're not here, first of all, they're missing out on cash prizes because I plan on handing out a bunch of hundred dollar bills. If that's okay with you, I get your sure. buy in on that. Sure. I'm going to show folks how they can eliminate all the risk associated with launching a new product on Amazon. And we do that by using fundamental old school marketing practices without giving away the, the farm there. So Seth, what's something that
0: in today's world and that Amazon sellers really need to be aware of, whether you're new or you're experienced, what's a big mistake you see a lot of them make and that if they just made this one little tweak or this one little change, it could make a big difference for them?
4: So Kevin, what I've seen over the years is like people spend so much time trying to like find the perfect product or launch the perfect product. And then once they find that product, what they do is they they say, okay, let me go back to the drawing board. Let me go try to find a completely new product. And it's crazy. So what Sean and I have done over the years is when we find a good product, we do a process that we call creative cloning. We clone ourselves in that same market, Kevin, so we can take up more and more of that market share. So for instance, when we were selling bamboo pillows, we found that we could easily rank um, our product and we started selling about $30,000 per month. Well, what we did um, we started targeting like sub niches. So um, we started targeting like side sleepers and back sleepers and stomach sleepers. And we created brand new separate listings for each one of those types of sleepers. So we had multiple listings on page one, all creating $30,000 a month in sales. So, so it's the exact and, same product. Exact, exact same, same product. product. A lot of the same images. Maybe the main image is slightly different or something. The main image is different because you want to uh, attract a different customer. But imagine, Kevin, you go to Amazon and you search bamboo pillow. And then on the page, you see, you know, all the listings look different, but eight of them are ours. So we're sucking in $30,000 per month from each one of those listings. And that business ended up doing about $300,000 a month and we sold it, but it never, ever would have been nearly that big if we wouldn't have stuck with that one market. So my tip for sellers is once you find something that's working, expand into it and clone yourself into that market. And so Sean, I know we talk about like Tylenol does this by taking up more shelf space. Space, right. So, if you walk into any CVS, Kevin, you you look at the shelf and you're like, oh, I have a headache. Um, do I want Tylenol or do I want Tylenol headache or Tylenol migraine? Well, which one is it? Well, if you look at the ingredients, the ingredients are the same. They just have more shelf space. So they create a lot more sales because of that. That's awesome. That's an awesome tip. So what about people, if there's
0: someone listening right now says, Oh, that's got to be against the terms of service. You're selling the same product. You
4: know, you're just tricking the system or something. What, right. what would you, how would you answer that? Well, it's definitely not against uh, terms of service because you as the brand owner get to decide. And, and the only thing that creates a new product in Amazon's eyes as from you as a brand, owner is if it has a different UPC. So if you think about like Nike, for instance, if you bought a pair of shoes off of Nike from Amazon and then you got the shoes and they're like, oh man, these look similar to, you know, the old air force ones or whatever. Well, when Amazon views that they don't say these, these shoes are similar to what Nike already released. They say Nike released a new product. How do I know that? I scan the UPC and, and Nike says that they have a new shoe. So definitely not against TOS because you get to decide what's a different product in your catalog. You guys have a webinar coming up in October or
3: something about some sort of hacks yeah. or something. Uh, tell me, tell them a little bit about that. What, well, first of all, last June it's it's been taken out of the public eye now, but we did a 31 hacks webinar. So my goal is 49 hacks in October. I'm setting the bar high. I think even you, when you go out, you do what 15 or 20 hacks. I do 50 to 100, f- 100 sometimes. <laughs> you do 100 you, you, you sometimes. I ways to go. So Sorry, I'm only you, half you're, as you're, good you. as you. Yeah, okay, you're, you're not the, you're not there yet. I, I, I got a 99 <laughs> hacks PDF that we. The oh, okay. I'd like to get again, a copy so. of that without an NDA if you don't mind. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna do it's we'll, all we'll, give. We'll, we'll trade. We'll trade. We'll, we'll I'm going to put me in, coach. That's what we're here for. So basically, we're going to come on. Seth and I are going to we're JV with a bunch of other agencies and service providers in our space and we're going to do we're shooting for 49 hacks. A lot of JV partners will be submitting hacks but these are rapid fire three to five minutes max per hack. It's like, here's the hack. Here's how it works. Here's why you should pay attention. Here's how to implement it and then on to the next one. How do I, get it? How do I find out about that how do i follow you to find out about that pppro.co slash 49 hacks number four number
0: nine awesome guys i appreciate you being here man at the billion dollar seller so I'm looking forward to having some great times together i'm here with michelle and isabella michelle and isabella welcome to Hi. the bdss thank how are you, you doing kevin.
1: thank you what's up what's up kevin
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited to have you here yeah, Now, you've both been to one of these before, so why are you back? What What is it about these that makes it different?
1: I think it's the quality of the speakers, and it's different every single time. Also different uh, networking settings and setups that make it really memorable. You do a great job with that.
0: I appreciate that.
1: For me, it's all but the fun,
5: baby! <laughs> <laughs> no, really guys. Well, one, I come here because I get to see my family. It's my my friends, my, my extended family. The way I see it in this Amazon space, you know, we have each other because it's a huge world out there and we have each other and it's like, ah... I know him and then I know him more and then I know him more and next thing you know, you go to each other's wedding. But I'm here for the people. I'm here definitely for the knowledge that I think it's uh, one of the best in the in our industry and it's always up to date and you always bring amazing faces and uh, new energy and just you know, always staying on top of what's current and I, I think that's what I appreciate most about you. You always go and get it and you bring it to us. So how can I not be here? Where would I be?
0: So what is it about going to events? There's a lot of people that you know—they they watch uh, you, Isabella, on the podcast, the seller sessions that you do. They hear you speak on some uh, virtual event or something. What's the difference in doing it, coming to an actual event where there's other like-minded people, other people that kind of get you and understand you?
5: Yeah. Well, I think the answer is literally in your question. Is you know, I think as we get older, we do find comfort in knowing other people who are similar to us and in our like-mindedness. And, you know, Amazon is what attracted us together. However, look how many friendships and relationships have been built outside just Amazon. I mean, how many people in the industry already have different careers and different connections and relationships with other people? So it's even beyond Amazon. So coming here is basically that. It's like you make friends, but friends that... Can turn into possible future relationships as well. And
0: it's, sometimes it's just the things you know, like, like Norm, for example. Me and Norm have become good friends. He and I, and our wives, just went on an Alaskan cruise together. And you know, and every night we're shoot, shooting the shit, shooting the shit, smoking a cigar. I smoked cigars nine nights in a row with wow. Norm. Wow. Nine,
5: I that's, never that's done, why your voice I've is so never s- done that Your way, voice that. is so sexy, <laughs> extra so <laughs> sexy today, Kevin. I can see why now.
0: <laughs> but but stuff comes out of that like just like you know I, i've talked to him i've I've known him for years but just last night we're sitting there talking about some some business idea and he's like oh i know this guy that can help you i'll enter make the introduction he would never thought of that that would yeah. never happened any other place but it happened just because we're just hanging out mm-hmm. and just we happen to be talking about something like oh wait i know a guy from like 10 years ago that can help you with that yeah let me make the introduction he sent the email and we're already talking
1: i was just going to comment on your point about that like getting out of your bubble, you know, the opportunity to reflect on what you're doing and versus what other people are doing. You know, you can really reach out and see what's going right for other people and they can also see that for you, and that helps.
0: Well, a lot of people say it's expensive to go to events, or this event's one of the most expensive out there. And so people don't understand the ROI you can get if you really go to the right events and meet the right people. And so I think that's something a lot of people have trouble with. It's like, I can't afford $700 for a ticket. I mean, this one costs a lot more than that, but for like a Helium 10 event, and and then the hotel, and then the airfare, I'm by the end of it, I'm going to spend two grand. I, I just I just don't know if it's worth that.
1: I think you have to be smart about it. I remember the first year I was in e-commerce, I went to every single event I heard about. It's like, then what's the next shiny event to go to? And after that year, I became really, really selective with the quality of the speakers, knowing that those people are going to be available at the networking sessions. Um, I think you have to be really selective in how you spend your time when you go to these events, because there is a cost. But if you're in the right group that you can benefit from, which is BDSS, you can see a huge ROI, something you would never think with.
0: Well, if I'm new to the space, or maybe I'm just getting started, how do I know there's so many events? I'm getting so many stuff on Facebook, I'm getting emails, I'm, there's so many different virtual events and in-person events. How do, I, how do I choose?
1: Yeah, I think that is true. You see a lot of ads pop up, you see a lot of advertising, and you have to dig in and see who's involved. Who else is going? What did they contribute? What else have they been a part of? Because that's gonna tell their story, right?
0: So Michelle, tell tell the audience a little bit about what you do.
1: Oh, well I am in a few different industries. E-commerce is one of them. I'm a seller on Amazon and I have a promotional products business AustinATXPromotionalProducts.com, and I just enjoy having a lot of diversity, being involved in a lot of industries, um, real estate I'm really passionate about as well, so, you know, e-commerce, the opportunities are endless. Your ability to scale that business is beyond nothing that's existed before.
0: Awesome. So, Isabella, your company, Rank Bell, is one of the sponsors of the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. And I really appreciate uh, of you, you doing that. And you're also one of the speakers yes. here. So, you, you get a double whammy. you got to go do. on stage
5: twice. I know. That <laughs> meant double work for me. <laughs> so I'm like, this is the most work I've ever done in the past eight years. Thanks, Kevin.
0: <laughs> How do people uh, get in touch with you or find you if they want to know more about about what you're doing
5: rankbell.com facebook isabella hamilton you guys can google me find me on helium 10 you know they're my favorites you can probably find some posts related to kevin king so (laughs) you can find me probably on his page but um yeah i'm just just here trying to make people happy and give as much value as i have and hope to get more value from others who know more than me so let's go
0: You'll be at selling and Skill Helium Tens event uh, next month in, in uh, Vegas, and you're speaking there as well. I am. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate you stopping by. All right, now I've got to Rob Stanley. Rob's from uh, Gatita. Sometimes you might, you might not recognize this guy if you saw him because he, a lot of times he's wearing like a, a, an outfit with all money on it, it's like a money suit uh, when you see him at events. But he's not wearing that right now. He's just wearing a black shirt that says Gatita. You know, Gatita is one of these companies that's been a sponsor of the Billion Dollar Seller Summit since the very first one. They're one of the old Gs. They've been there. They've even already signed up for next year to, to actually sponsor. Rob, I'm so happy to have Gatita and have you here at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit,
6: welcome, man. Yeah, thanks, Kevin, it's great to be here. Absolutely amazing event. One of the top events, as you know, I go to a lot of events. I mean, I think I'm on event number 18 this year already. Wow. And always recommend Billion Dollar Seller Summit. The content here, Of course, I'm not allowed to give it away, but there's some amazing content that even though it's been several years since I've actually sold, it's just amazing to hear some of the information that people give here that stays right within the room. It's content that is not given anywhere else. It stays right here. And the the tips are walk away type tips that you can put into action immediately. And that is one of the most amazing things I've seen at, uh, at any events. A lot of times you see recycled content or you'll see things that are, I don't want to say generic, but they're things that are kind of already, information already available. And here, the information here, is not available anywhere else. Well, you get you see a lot at Getida. I mean, so if you're not familiar with Getida, it's G-E-T-I-D-A dot
0: com. They help you recover money that's just kind of sitting on the floor at Amazon. You know, Amazon sometimes misplaces things, they lose things. Customers say they're going to return something, they don't return it. There's a whole litany of things that uh, they damage stuff and don't reimburse you. So Getida comes in and, and they got a, a really good process of humans. This is not some like automated software, but humans that go in and actually find these these problems and work it working on your behalf. And, and then they they get a little small piece of whatever they recover. But in the end, you know, I've known people that have recovered. Yeah. I remember a seller, I was in New York and they, they said that there's like over a million dollars. There's a big seller over a million dollars that Amazon owed them that through all their previous efforts that was still left sitting on the table, you guys came in and you weren't able to recover all 1 million. There's, there's, you know, sometimes there's little hiccups or little delays or, or, you know, there's, it's out of the range of when you can file a claim or whatever, but you got them back like some crazy amount, like $700,000 or something like that. And they were just tickle pink. So you see a lot of stuff that sellers, are making mistakes on or or maybe not taking advantage of, what what would you give advice to the AMPM podcast audience here on something they need to really pay attention
6: to that you just see it's over and over? That yeah, a lot of them are just missing. Yeah, the, the one we see the most is the weights and measurement issues. Uh, with the weight and measurement type issue, we can only go back about 90 days from your sales that have incorrect weights or measurements. And we do have actually a tool in our uh, dashboard that allows you to download the current weight and measurements of your items in Amazon, what they say, what Amazon says the weights and measurements are.
0: So wait, wait, wait. So when I, when I fill up my listing, just so everybody understands, yeah. It asks you like, what? How much does your item weigh? And you'll say, I don't know, 17 ounces yeah. or, or whatever. They'll say, What are the measurements? And you put in, uh, you know, 20 centimeters by 10 centimeters, or maybe by 6 centimeters, or in inches or whatever. Yeah. And but that's not what Amazon actually always uses, right? So you yeah. may think I'm good, and you may not be paying attention. But when when the a product first comes in, Amazon remeasures it and reweighs it. And sometimes they they make some pretty big mistakes. Absolutely. Sometimes even one centimeter or one ounce because of of packaging or or whatever can just shoot the cost up. And
6: so that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Because it, you know the weight or the measurement could put you in the next category. So let's say maybe something shipping out at $10 from Amazon's FBA when it really should be shipping out at $5 because somehow the weight or the measurement got incorrect uh, when it got to the warehouse and they use the cubic meter machine or whatever it's called to measure it and check the weight on it. So what you're allowed to do is kind of audit them, audit them on the weights and measurements. So what we usually recommend is keeping track of your product's weights and dimensions ahead of time before you ship them in, and then check back probably once every couple months, uh, download the current weight and measurements, take a look and see if you see a discrepancy, put the correct one in, hit submit, Katita takes over from there, and we basically go back and try to get every item that was sold in the last 90 days if there's a discrepancy. So let's say it was shipping out at $10 and it should have been shipping at 5 there's a $5 discrepancy. Every single item that shipped out at that incorrect one will try to get you that $5 back. Now during Q4, that could be thousands of items. I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars. Now, if you don't take advantage of that and do that within that 90 day timeframe, Amazon keeps that money. So you only have 90 days worth of uh, shipments that go out, or we can only go back 90 days basically to get you those. Yeah, the exact problem
0: happened last year. I have one of my businesses calendars. I've talked about this before. You know, they're, they're flat. They're like 12 inches by 12 inches by, I don't know, a quarter of an inch thick or something. They're, they're shrink-wrapped. I have four different titles that we send in to Amazon as FBA. We sent them all in last year. All four of them had different, they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Same paper, same everything. Just, you know, there's different, different artwork inside it. But they all had different measurements. They all had different weights. And one of them was... Charge it, it's a $20 item. They were charging me an $11 FBA fee on this when it should be $2.48. Dang, that's a big discrepancy. It's a big one. I didn't catch it, you know, for about a month because I'm looking here and seeing the deposits coming in. I'm like, man, our sales are up this year, but the amount of cash coming in is a little bit lower. What the heck's going on here? So I started diving deep. I was like, holy cow look at this. And I was, thankfully it was in the 90 days. So I was able to file a claim myself and get them to fix it, but then it didn't fix everything. They only just corrected it going forward. Mm-hmm. And then, so what I did is I, I went with Katita and Katita went back and actually got all those for like, it was six weeks worth or something, but it was like thirteen, fifteen thousand $15,000, something yep. like that. It was, it was a crazy amount of money that, that I would just would have been burning in a fire Absolutely. If, if I didn't have someone like Katita. So I really appreciate you guys uh, helping on that. Yeah, absolutely. Just one other note I want to make is a lot of people listen to this, you know, you you have access to Helium 10. Helium 10 has a tool within it that you can actually go and you can and get some of this money back. It'll help It'll create some of the forms. And Katita will be the first to tell you, hey, go do that first. You know, go absolutely. do that first because it's not going to cost you a dime. Yeah. Go get what you can using Helium 10. Then once the Helium 10's got you what they can, then let, let Katita come in and they'll pick up all the scraps. And yeah. sometimes those scraps are like really, really big. So using those two in conjunction with each other can be a, an extremely powerful thing. So if you haven't gone to the Katita.com, make sure you, you do that. Go to Helium 10 first. Yep. Get what you can using the tools if you have access to Helium 10 because it's not going to, you know, Katita charges about a 25% uh, recovery charge, of, Absolutely. but it's worth it. But go get what you can first for free, basically on Helium 10. Try it yourself and then let
6: them come behind you and uh, take care of all the the, the ones that uh, you can't get. Yeah. And we're actually partners with Helium 10. Just so everybody knows, uh, Refund Genie, we absolutely recommend you use that. If you Again, if you submit it yourself, we'll see that you submitted it. We won't resubmit it for you. But for some reason, if it gets kicked back from Amazon, uh, we'll take a look at it. Maybe you filled it out incorrectly. Maybe we could help you with it and resubmit it. If we help you resubmit it, we'll obviously charge a fee. Uh, but if you submit it yourself and we see that you submit it, we will not touch that. You keep all that money from Refund Genie. Uh, we're on Helium 10's uh, partnership page and everything. So we, we love Helium. 10. And uh, absolutely, use do it yourself. And if you don't, if you get too big, we're happy to take over and help you with that. Rob, uh, thanks so much, man, for your time. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. All right. We're back with
0: our next guest here at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. I've got Matt and Ryan. Ryan Kramer, how you doing, man?
7: I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? Good. Ryan, This is your is this your first Billion Dollar Seller Summit to come to? First one in person. I've been to two or three virtually. So I've been to all the ones virtually, which is nice to see people not in the screen for the first time. And, and uh, you just recently made a change, I think, right? Uh, what, what, what's, uh, what are you doing these days? I did. I'm
0: now head of marketing and growth over at First Choice Shipping. So First Choice is based in the New York area, right? Correct. Brooklyn, yeah. And, and Brooklyn, they've been around a while, and they, they really specialize in helping e-commerce sellers, not just in the U.S., but like, like you said, all over the world. That's right. What is it about First Choice that's different? Why should someone take a look at them?
7: Yeah. So uh, Matt was just telling me before this. He, he said any time uh, goods or services are moving cross border, no matter what level of um, business you're, if you're a starter or if you're an international expert, and uh, in growing your business to nine figures, a lot of people have to have that headache of taxes, rebates, or any sort of like getting money back from um, the government if they're sending. Uh, goods into a different country, but um, with that headache, why we're so important is because we put the customer first. I think having that hands-on approach, making it very simple for people to get their goods into a different country. uh, Actually, I learned about this. Half of the top 1,000 sellers aren't even selling in different countries worldwide. So they're selling in one market and that's it. So it's a big growth opportunity for sellers around the world, is, as long as there's no headache there. So they're trying to make it simple, straightforward. And I think that's what we're all here is trying to streamline processes, find where growth is uh, growth is in the world and go from there. Awesome. And, and Matt, uh, this is like your first uh, billion dollar seller summit, right? Uh, yeah. First in
8: person, yeah. uh, second, I think in total. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm glad you're here. But what are you looking for out of uh, an event like this? You know, honestly, I, I think it's just the, the meeting of all of the top people in the space. Like, if you want to know what's going on, what's working for others, and kind of sharing that knowledge, there's no better place to be.
0: You run some serious numbers uh, in the Amazon space. Can you talk a little bit about that?
8: Yeah. Um, so, outside of my personal stuff, we we also run an agency where we're pushing about $300 million a year in sales on Amazon across like 40, 45 brands. So, a lot of volume, a lot of knowledge, and... Work on just about every single category.
0: So, what's something that you're seeing out there? I mean, you're running 300 million dollars on your agents on your agency side, plus the stuff that you do personally. What's something that you see and that people really need to pay attention to right now? That's that just a lot of sellers are just like overlooking, or maybe it's something that's coming that uh, you know that's going to catch everybody by surprise, or I, I don't know. What's some good good little nugget that you could you could share?
8: Yeah, no, I think the biggest thing is really brand building on the platform as a whole, like. Been on Amazon now for 13 years, and you used to be able to just throw whatever the heck you wanted up and sell it. And I mean, honestly, up until a few years ago, you could still do that very successfully. And now, where we're actually seeing that growth, like we can get products to a million dollars a month, but like getting from a million to two is almost impossible without that brand behind it. And now we're launching sequential products under those brands and using that as kind of our leverage to scale out our width of customers that are coming in and also upselling them into our other products, which is kind of like the case study I shared at I think Heliumton and at Howard's where we took a single client from around 700,000 in revenue a month to about 4.5 million in six months with two new products what's the name of that agency? Uh, uh, right setup. Up. How do you spell that? Uh, R-I-G-H-T uh, space S-I-D-E space up.
0: Awesome. Yep. Well, gentlemen, I appreciate uh, you coming on and I appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Norm Ferrar is the next person sitting down here at the table on the AM PM podcast at the BDSS. Norm, how are you doing, man? I am doing awesome. I haven't seen you in a, a, what's well, been like two weeks, three weeks or something
9: like that. Yeah, we were Freezing the last time I saw you. <laughs> so, so Norm
0: is uh, you know I met Norm back in uh, 2017 at the the Illuminati event, which was a Helium 10 event, yep. by, And it's now called Helium 10 Elite. But it, in Cancun, and didn't really get to know him there. You know, I just saw this guy with a beard, and i was like, that guy looks interesting, but didn't really, didn't really, probably said five words to you or something. The whole place there. But now, that, now as we've gone to a lot of events, found out he, he's a, a huge cigar aficionado, and so now we see each other all over the place, we hang out, we're doing a couple little projects together. In fact, he and me and both of our wives just recently did an Alaskan cruise together where every night for nine <laughs> nights in a row, I've never done this before, nine nights in a row it was cigars and Coke Zeros on the deck of this cruise ship in Alaska in You have to picture this, so this is a big cruise ship and we're cruising up in Alaska where it's it's bloody cold. You know, it's the summer, but it's still pretty cold. And the smoking area is like the tail of the ship. It's like the back of the ship, you know, and, and the back of the ship is getting all this wind. And it's like this one little area that you can go and it's like, it's a very small area where you can go, and it's dripping, drizzling. It's like icebergs, icebergs <laughs> floating by, and you know we're out there shivering, like <clears> you know our teeth are chattering, smoking our cigars and drinking some Coke Zeroes. And people are like, "Why aren't you drinking coffee or something?" Uh, well, we like Coke Zeroes, uh, and and shooting the shit, you know, just about business and life and everything. It was a ton of fun. Uh, it's always good to to see you, Norm.
9: And you too, Kevin. We yeah we did have a lot of fun, and some of those nights I don't think you're counting the nights we had two cigars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Sometimes we actually did a, did a second one. But, uh, you know, that's one of the, my favorite things about these kind of events is you, you come out and you meet people like yourself. You know, I would have never met you in real life somewhere else. Uh, but because we went to events, you know, you get to know people. And, and yeah, sometimes you make business partnerships. Sometimes you learn something from them. But other times, you're just hanging out. And I was just telling the story earlier uh, to Isabella and Michelle that last night we're sitting there talking. You know, you and I have seen each other for I don't know how many times, spend a lot of time together. And and last night we're sitting there talking about something and you're like, you know what? I've got a guy for that. You know, I I said something, you're like, you know what? I got a guy for that, that I need to introduce you to. Right. Something personal and something business, both. And you just don't get that if you don't come out to this type of stuff. You get, you got to put yourself in the situations to create the opportunities. And that's what a lot of people, I think, forget uh, in, the, in the spaces. They just stay home. They just watch, you know, Lunch with Norm, your, your great podcast, which is an awesome podcast three times a week that he does at a, a noon uh, Eastern time on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So check that out if you haven't checked that out. But they just watch that. They don't get out to the event. So
9: why is it important to come to things like this? You know, education is one thing. Education, especially at BDSS, I and I have to say it is a premium Awesome event. I, whenever I talk about great events, I do talk about BDSS. But beyond the education, it is the networking. It's getting to know people. It's, you know, what's the difference between Zoom and coming to a live event? It's breaking bread. You don't get the same experience sitting back and going into a networking room on Zoom. When you come here and you can sit across from somebody and you can, you know, just have dinner with them see what they're like see their personality that's a whole other ball game and you build relationships and it's all about your network like you're nothing without a network you might think you could do it all your own but you won't you, you need a network and the more you come out to these especially the advanced ones you get to meet more advanced sellers and uh, you know that that's what I say is part of my success is just getting to know people like yourself that's expensive. To, I mean, some events are cheap, you know, four or five hundred bucks.
0: You know, helium 10's got a big event coming up that's under a thousand dollars, which is going to be a great event. But this event cost a, a, a little bit more than a thousand dollars, quite yeah. a bit more, actually, not a little bit more, like six times more. Plus your airfare, plus your hotel, you know, it's plus your time commitment to come out. So what is it about something like this that makes it different than, you know, another event? Or should people just they're crazy for paying this kind of money you know I get when I put stuff on Facebook I always get some some uh, smart ass comments back yeah billionaires right yeah just, just you're scamming people uh, quit scamming people you know with with what is it about this type of event that costs this much and there's a reason It's it's a high-end event there's a lot of costs that people don't realize but it also is a barrier to make sure that the right people are here um, so yeah what do you what do you think about that
9: well I've always heard this, and you have to believe in it, you have to invest in yourself. So a lot of the time, there's a lot of information that's out there in the marketplace. You can go to YouTube, you can go to social media channels if you want to do it for free, but you don't know how accurate it is. You know, like at least on our podcasts, we try to get you know experts in that know what it's all about, but you never know where you're getting that information from. When you pay for events, well, it's great for somebody starting out and getting to know people. You build your network there. But when you go to the next level and then to the next level, I mean, we've gone to some $20, $24,000 events together. There is quality people there. Increase your network. And in fact, I was talking about this the other day about taking the, the event, the Illuminati event, and saying, oh, who did I meet there? And where did that lead me where you go to the next event like elena saris i met him her there i met todd snively there of course you and manny i mean manny Gee, and your relationship really came from that event and then you take a look at where did they get introduced to who did we get introduced to man it is worth the money you know it's just worth the money but if you don't have it right up front then just go out and seek, you know, like a meetup, go out to meetups and meet people. There's other events out there, but if you can go, when you get to that mid range and you want to get to the next level, I highly recommend coming out to uh, a more advanced event like this. So you host the Lunch with Norm podcast,
0: which is an awesome podcast. Check that out at uh, Lunch with, look it up on YouTube. You can find it on all the podcast channels, Uh, it's on Facebook. You you talk to a lot of people, you know, every week you're talking to a lot of people and you're from all walks of the e-commerce kind of field, what are, what's something that you're seeing that's, hey, you know, that rang a bell with me. The sellers need to be paying attention to this now. If they're not paying attention to this something, or haven't been doing something, where, where you, it could be a trend, it could be a tactic, it could be, wh- what do you think that would be that people need to really sit up and uh, pay attention to?
9: Well, there's two things. And one is um, just their listing optimization. Their listings, people think it's one and done and it's constantly evolving. You have to go, you have to check out your competitors, you have to go and check out your competitors' listings, go to Google, check it out everywhere. And then the second thing, so check out the Amazon internal tools, most of them are under the catalog. But uh, the other thing is, don't stick to just Amazon. There's all sorts of other platforms, e-tailers, but I'm going back to retail. I'm taking a look at the mom and pops, I'm going into the bricks and mortar, they can make up a ton of sales, yeah, m- much more than Amazon.
0: Those of you listening, uh, if you haven't been to an event, get out to the Sale and Scale event, Helium 10's event that's happening in September in, in Las Vegas. You can check that out. I'll be out there. I think Norm's uh, seeing if he can clear his schedule and maybe he- he'll be out there. But a lot of other, it's, it's going to be a great event, more than 1,000 people, I-, I believe they're expecting. and. In- uh, just get out and network rub elbows with other people that are like you and it can it can really help you in your
9: business what i like about that one too is that it is more affordable it's roughly around a thousand bucks and there are a ton of speakers i don't know how many there are uh,
0: yeah i'm not sure exactly what the thirty, forty, something like that. something maybe? like that so um, there's
9: a lot of knowledge that you can get from going to an event like that and if there's a thousand people or 1500 people in the crowd start talking
0: Exactly. You never know what's going to come out of the hallways.
9: Exactly.
0: Well, Norm, I really appreciate it, man. Looking uh, looking forward. I know you're not speaking at this one. You spoke at previous Billion Dollar Seller Summits, but you're just here to absorb. Exactly. And, 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 to, uh, <laughs> and uh, just be a sponge. So it, it's great seeing you, man. And uh, thanks for coming on.
9: All right. And good luck this weekend.
0: Appreciate it. Ben Weber, thanks for sitting down here at the AMPM podcast table. Welcome to another BDSS for
2: you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So you've you've come in the past as an attendee. How many times have you been as an attendee? I've been to two in-person and one or two virtuals. And then this time you're actually speaking, right? Yeah, apparently people wanted
0: to hear something. So how does that feel actually going from attendee to speaker? So is it like an extra pressure now or is it an extra like, okay, I can't just relax? and.
2: Yeah, it it is definitely more pressure. I just want to make sure that I'm actually bringing real, actual information to people and make sure that it's good enough to live up to the reputation and the experiences I've had here so far.
0: Yeah, so there's like a standard, I guess, That's that, 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 that there's like a bar here at, at, at this event. And so, what are you talking about? Uh, I'll be talking about uh, hiring and building a team to scale. And you've got some really interesting things that you do with your company. I, I took a look at your website for one of your companies, and I was just laughing my ass off. I, mean, I was just like, the way you hire people and the the tongue-in-cheek and the, the pictures, and. I mean, it's it's really, really cool what you do. How did you come up with that system? Or did that just evolve over time? Or,
2: uh, It kind of evolved over time. We looked at what we didn't like and what we liked about what other companies had done and kind of decided we wanted to do something truly original because to build the culture that we wanted with the employees that we have, we needed to have a website and have a hiring process that matched the... Team and the culture that we wanted to build.
0: What's the hardest thing you think for like e-commerce sellers that are starting out? You know, with five, ten thousand bucks, and they're doing it out of their house, and then they're successful, and then they they gotta like, holy cow, I gotta hire somebody, and then hire some more people, and then I gotta go get aware. What's what's that like uh, for like? It's scary, or is it challenging?
2: It is challenging. It's a lot of fun, but the until you realize you have to have systems, you have to have processes in place. There's no way to train people. There's no way to scale, and I think that's the, the hardest part. Like the a lot of the trainings that you can watch and listen to and see talk about how to sell, but people don't really tell you how to grow and manage. Like I'm about to stock out. What should I do? And things like that. It's just not as that level of information or that type of information isn't. Shared at the same level as kind of the entry level stuff.
0: It's not as sexy, I don't think. It's not the fun fun stuff. It's the it's the get down in the weeds and dealing with people and hiring and firing and it's almost and sometimes people are afraid to make a mistake. You know, just like they're afraid to make they they have paralysis by analysis when they're trying to pick their first product or their first couple products. They're like, am I making the right decision? I'm investing my life my life savings. It's kind of similar when you're hiring employment. Is this person gonna be able to do the job right? Are they gonna be able to to actually you know, do what I've been doing or I'm just going to have to babysit them and fix all their mistakes all the
2: time. I just do it myself. Right? Well, how do you
0: get over that mental block that a lot of people might
2: have? Uh, same what you do with your first product you kind of just have to treat it as a learning experience like the first hire may not go right and if that's the case you have to kind of get back on the horse and use it as a like that cost me money but it was a lesson learned and I from that I've learned this is the type of person I want to hire versus what I hired that time and what kind of traits and characteristics of the employee that you actually care about and that actually are going to make it so that they can do the job and can learn what you want them to do
0: Awesome. Well, Ben, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm looking forward to your presentation. Uh, I've seen it. It's it's really good. I think people are going to really enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Look who it is! It's Bradley Sutton. Bradley, you're like you bouncing everywhere. One minute you're sending me pictures of eating pizza in Brooklyn, and then like two days yep. later you're sitting on a beach in Hawaii, and then like a well, I don't know oh, about few that days part. later you're you're in the Maldives doing uh, <laughs> Maldives version twenty two, making
10: keyword strategy, and now I'm here in Austin. And now you're here in Austin at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. What's up, man? It's 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 great to be here. I. I I don't know how many virtuals and in person there's been, but I've been to all of them. I think so. It's six. I'll, this six. is this is number
0: six. So right. This is the fourth uh, in person, and uh, there's been two virtuals. So, and I think you've. You've been to or participated in all of them, I think. Yep, I, I think. Sometimes I remember. I remember the first one. You were sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> we were yeah, out, the F, out the F1 track. It's <laughs> a uh, part of what we do in this. It's not just presentations, but we, we have a, a networking day. This one, that we actually have a day and a half of networking stuff. Some pretty cool stuff happening on Tuesday. That Bradley, that you you're gonna wanna uh, stay awake for. I, I, yeah, stay awake for. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a, a little amazing race kind of meets Amazon kind of thing. Okay, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, uh, I remember the first one, Bradley. His bouncing all over the place and we're out at the f1 track and and people are racing you know manny and guillermo and they're the back when they're still at helium 10 and everybody's racing cars and we have a lunch and everybody's chowing down on this lunch and I look over and here's uh, Bradley. He found a little corner and was uh, curled up on the couch, <laughs> just sleeping because he had been bouncing all over the place doing meetups and everything. Yep. But man, I'm I'm happy to have you out here. Uh, you're here on behalf of helium 10. Helium 10 is one of the, the sponsors of the Billion Dollar Solar Summit. What do you think is cool about coming to this? You said you've been to them all. What What is it that you like about the Billion Dollar Solar Summit?
10: Well, first of all, you, you're probably one of the best event coordinators. You know, you and Mark uh, out here like the. You know, you, you mentioned the F1 thing, and every year it's different things. This was my first ever time actoring, and now I do that all the time. Like back home, like I never would have even known that there was such thing as axe throwing. If it wasn't, it wasn't for uh, doing that here, and um, and and you always, uh, you know, put on a good show, and and that's that's the first part because you know you, you can go to a, a show with good people but if everything's Mickey Mouse the way it's operated and stuff it's like not you're not gonna have a good time but but this is on point and then the the caliber of people that come here it's just amazing you know so I love coming here and meeting people I've, I've met probably a good 10 15 people that eventually were on the podcast but where I met them was was here at a at one of the billion dollar seller uh, summit so just just love it love coming out here I mean this is an expensive event uh, you know it, it's a, a pricey ticket so what is it that
0: someone's got to be thinking of like why the heck would someone's pay five or six grand, plus their airfare, plus their hotel, yeah. to actually come to something like this. I mean, why? there's so much free stuff online. There's so much YouTube training. There's free summits. You know, yep. Why the heck would you actually even consider going
10: to an event that's this expensive? Yeah, the, the kind of stuff you get at, at an event like this is not what people say in podcasts. You're not going to get this on the Serious Sellers podcast you know, or others because, as a matter of fact, the stuff that people say here is under, is under NDA. So, <laughs> literally, by contract, they're not supposed to be, be, be mentioned. These things, you know, outside, and and it's just different when, when you're rubbing shoulders with like seven or eight figure sellers. You know, you can't do that on a free YouTube video. When you're you're about three four drinks in with another seven figure seller, they're you know, they're a little bit more liberal with the kind of uh, uh, secrets they, they give out, and and you, that you just can't replace that, uh, you know, with a virtual event or online. Unless, you know, it was kind of cool, you know, during the pandemic. I know you started the virtual event, and you actually had these like breakout rooms. It it almost it almost it, with, with virtual tables, round tables, so it kind of like duplicated that. But for the most part, you know, virtual events, you really can't duplicate the kind of networking that you can do at an event like this. So what's something out there you're seeing right
0: now in the Amazon space where people just, some mistake or some sort of uh, thing that people are just really messing up, People, whether they're a new listener listening to this or they're an experienced seller, what's something that, that you're seeing that's maybe shifting in the industry or something that people need to pay attention to or, or something that you're seeing a lot of people goof on that they need to wake up?
10: Yeah, just just one interesting thing is I don't know if it, it, I want to say I use the word lazy, but I get that vibe nowadays. You know, like it seems like you know four or five years ago, people were just hustling and grinding and trying to figure stuff out and, and just asking questions nonstop. But like half the questions I see sometimes in the Facebook groups is, oh, you know, who can I hire to, to, to take care of this for me? And, and yeah, if you're an eight nine figure seller, you, you can't be doing stuff on your own. But I'm seeing like brand new people from like almost day one like wanting to hire out to do, you know, like their product or to even find them a product or, or to manage their PPC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, eventually you have to build a team. Very important. But I don't know what's going on where where people, I don't know if they're scared or if it's laziness, but I think too many sellers are, are trying to like hire out and they don't even know what they're doing in the first place. So I like, I don't even know how you're gonna be able to judge who you are hiring when you, you don't know if they're doing a good or bad job since you've never done some of this stuff yourself.
0: And that's one of the things that we cover here, you know, at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit, we actually have someone speaking about hiring and the mm. processes and how to hire properly because yeah, it's not sexy. It's not something that a lot, everybody always wants to know the latest hack or the latest trick or whatever, but that's when you get to the seven, eight, nine figure level, you got to know those things as well. And so that, that's something that is very important. And so the, the events like this, I cherry pick the people, you know, mm-hmm, we have the Helium mm-hmm. 10 Elite where we have people come yep. on every month. You and I both go to a lot of events and we know who can deliver. And because we put the pressure on here, I've seen all the presentations, uh, and it's not the same old stuff like you said. And and they're they're up in their game. Some of these people are like spending. Uh, someone told me they spent a hundred hours on their presentation, just like another person told me they've run through it like t- thirteen times and like wow. tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it, tweaking it. And then you know sometimes me and you just get up there and wing it. <laughs> but, then, but they're they're just <laughs> yep, like, yep. They're, they're, they're like it, it's important and it's it's. You know, I'm very selective in who I, I choose to speak, so yeah. the content is is top notch, uh, but. Speaking of top notch, I mean, Helium 10 is doing an event uh, in just a few weeks in yep. Las Vegas, Sale and Scale, or as you told me earlier, S3. S3, <laughs> I <didn't> know <laughs> what I so was like, what's
10: S3? It's like, well, there's three S's in there. I'm tired of writing Sell and Scale Summit all together, so let's just shorten it. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, I'm, I'm looking really
0: forward to that. You know, it, Helium 10 is really trying to make this not just another Prosper show or another convention. but There's nothing wrong with Prosper, it's uh, a great show. Nope. Uh, but, yep, yep. but they're really trying to put a spin. I mean, you're going to be doing Zumba class. Classes. Janelle's going to be there doing uh, yoga. Yep, yep. You got Nelly, you got Gary Vanderchuk coming mm-hmm, in. Who knows mm-hmm. what the hell he's going to be talking yep, about yep. And how much cussing he's going to be doing. You think I cuss, <laughs> and you're going to like, sit yep, you. Yep. you got Neil Patel, you got, <laughs> I don't know how many speakers, 30 or 40 of the top speakers yep. that are out there in the space. And it's organized in a unique way. I know a lot of people already have their tickets, but if you don't have a ticket, you need to come out. To, if yeah. you've never been to an event, or if it's been a while since you've been to an event, this is the place you need to go. I mean, it's it's going to be an amazing event, and I'm really looking forward to it. What what are some things that people may not know, or something that like maybe some little insider thing, like hey, you know, yeah, we really well, publicize this? But on this
10: day, this is cool things happening. Well, uh, aside from just you know having these different speakers, where you know. You you come to a billion dollar seller summit. Some of the best speakers in the industry. You, you go to a, you know Prosper show. There's some great speakers there. But we wanted to do something a little bit different. We're going to have some speakers that, that are speaking here at billion dollar summit. You know some Prosper speakers. But then you know, like you said, Gary V, Neil, but tell people that you've never seen it at an Amazon event because we didn't want it just to be about Amazon. And, and uh, one of the cool things is, is it's actually sponsored. You know the the, the principal sponsor is Walmart. They, you know they're really pushing you know their marketplace. And so they, they want to meet in person. So you it, it's you know, think of like a Apple Genius Bar. Yeah. That Walmart's going to be there, and you can like just go up there. Like, you, maybe you haven't been able to uh, get your Walmart account approved. They might be able to approve you on the spot. You know, you got some questions about WFS—that's their version of FBA. You can ask that that department on the spot. In addition to Walmart, even Amazon advertising is going to be there. They're going to have like a Genius Bar. You, you, they're going to have actual Amazon advertising employees, and you can ask them, you know, uh, questions about you know what you want to know. And then we, we get a little bit of a different vibe too on, on the speakers. We'll, we'll have sometimes probably a good half of these speakers—not you, you you're a solo act, but we actually have two competitors on the stage at the same time. Like people who are both like service providers or experts in one kind of genre. Like for example, we'll have two listing optimization experts on this, you know, not taking turns, but like literally sharing the stage. So sometimes I think in these conferences, sometimes people like, okay, yeah, here, here's this person saying something. I respect them, but maybe there's a little bit of doubt. Like, okay, well, who's, who's fact checking, you know, like they could just be talking stuff and I'm going to take it all in because they're smarter than me. But you know, is it really hundred percent accurate? Now you're not going to have that kind of idea because you're going to have somebody who's a literal competitor of the other person. So if that person's BSing, <laughs> the other person's going to call them right. Oh no, oh, I'm sorry, that's not the way things work with A plus content, bro. You know. So you've never really seen that a, at like an Amazon event. So we're just trying to do a little bit, you know, different. Uh, I go to conferences a lot. Prosper Show, like you said, is great. I've been a seller con; it's great. Billion Dollar Seller Summit is great. I went to Pow Wow a couple months ago. I love going to conferences. Nothing against those. We just want to do something different and in a helium ten way. And it's
0: going to be like more than a thousand people expected, right? It's yeah, good. you it's, know, barring knock little, uh, on wood
10: that there's you know no no kind of you know Omicron Theta version seventy five you know <laughs> that comes you know now and then. But yeah, if everybody who says they're going to come comes, then then it should be it's going to be uh, over a thousand. Yeah.
0: So is there any kind of if if I'm on the Edge and I'm thinking about coming. I go to saleandscalesummit.com, saleandscalesummit.com, and is there any kind of code I can use to get a little discount or anything? Yeah, you can
10: use uh, S3BS, that uh, the BS for Bradley Sutton, not the other BS. S3BS100, and that S3 is what you learned about <laughs> the other day. So it's uh, that'll get, uh, save you $100 off. Awesome. Yep. Bradley,
0: man, I'm stoked to have you here. It's going to be some great times. Looking forward to seeing you again in Vegas uh, in just a few short weeks. Yep. All
10: right. Thanks a lot for having me.
0: All right. We're back here with our next guest at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit here in Austin, Texas. We just wrapped up the uh, speaker meeting, and uh, we're getting ready to do uh, the first welcome cocktail hour. But I've got another guest here from Amped. How you doing, man? Introduce yourself and tell us a little bit
11: about what Ampt is. Doing well. Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. Uh, my name is Tyler Gregg, the head of operations at Ampt. Ampt is a Google Ads to Amazon service. Uh, so we have a technology platform, first of its kind, to ever be able to connect Google and Amazon together, allowing two systems that have never been able to c- communicate to each other can now talk to each other through AMPD, providing full attribution, full keyword level data, and automation on your Google campaigns.
0: And that's spelled AMPD. So no not not, not you know, the traditional way, but AMPD if you want to look them up. But one of the cool things about AMPD is that you know a lot of you know that there's the new a- attribution where you can get that extra 10% back for sending outside traffic to Amazon, where you can run ads on Google and it works on social media and some other places too. But what AMP specializes in is you know sending up Google Ads sometimes can be a little uh, over, a little daunting because it's a pretty sophisticated program. And it can be very powerful, but for someone that's new to it, it can be a little bit uh, overwhelming, and it's easy to mess up something that can just burn some money really, really fast. So what Amped has done is they've actually just simplified that process and made it almost, you know, dummy-proof uh, to where you can just really go in there and you can link it straight to your Amazon account and start running your Google Ads right away. And you may get a credit, I believe, still with uh, with with Google. Ads just for signing up with them, and then it, it tracks everything, so you can see exactly. You know, you get the the backside because if you just post a link up, say on Facebook, you see the Amazon side of things, but you don't see, you can not have the the real data from the the primary source. And so they link everything together, and uh, and it, it's really really powerful. That I said that right,
11: right? Yeah, that's uh, really well said. The way I like to describe it is a one track path through Google Ads. Google Ads, obviously, an incredible platform. But it's not built for Amazon sellers. It's built for traditional D2C stores. Uh, So what we've built is basically Google Ads specifically for Amazon sellers, understanding the nuances of how to actually successfully send Google traffic to Amazon and actually see what's working, so you can actually scale it up.
0: Awesome. What's something that you're seeing in the sellers that you're working with out there at Amps, specifically the Amazon sellers, that's something they that they need to start really paying attention to, or maybe something they've been doing wrong, and they just make this little tweak, it can just make a huge difference. Can you can you share some actionable thing that the audience can uh, actually take away from? This, the people that aren't here at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit?
11: Definitely. One of the things that we've always loved about external traffic is the ability to send it to wherever you want. And we've always taught send it to your Amazon storefront because you can build a page without competition. When you think about your product listing page, there's a lot of competition on that page. But what's actually really cool is, it just happened this last week, uh, August 10th, uh, so I guess that was last Monday. We've been working with Amazon's ads team for about six months on this to where we said, hey, we're helping so many people and sellers bring in Google Ads traffic, but the second they hit the product listing page, Amazon shows a widget with three competitive products at the top of the page. Like, that's not fair to the brand. You're trying to encourage external traffic. Why are you then immediately reselling that and trying to sell ads on that traffic? And so over six months of working with Amazon, the AMP team and Amazon together were able to get that widget removed for external traffic that is properly tagged with attribution. So now if you're a seller and you're thinking about, you know, how do you get more traffic to your page and traffic that converts? If you send traffic with an attribution tag on it, to your product listing page, there's less competition than if you send that from a sponsored ad. Now, don't get me wrong, <laughs> Amazon ads is that's where dollar 1 goes to, but now dollar 2 can go to external traffic and if you have attribution taking on there with the 10% brand referral bonus, you also get less competition on your product listing pages.
0: So what kind of difference are you seeing some of the some of the people that have used your service what are what are some results that you're seeing um, as far as a, a ROAS and, and and things like things sure like
11: that? sure so we see ROAS A cost, whatever you want to call it all over the board uh, sometimes five percent pre brand referral bonus which is a negative a negative A cost which is pretty incredible and sometimes we'll see it higher too but what the biggest thing about external traffic is as Amazon's encouraging it and they're giving you the ten percent on average brand referral bonus. It's additional sales that you wouldn't otherwise get. So when you're thinking about how do you continue growing your business, or maybe we're coming out of the kind of um, pandemic era when so much went on to e-commerce and sales are slowing, you have to find new channels of growth, and Google provides the next best product-intense search engine right behind Amazon. So it's a great place to find new customers and new sales that maybe you've tapped out uh, what you're able to get on Amazon. You got to keep growing. It's a great channel for to do that.
0: I saw some statistic, correct me if I'm wrong, That it's something like 25% of all Amazon searches start on Google.
11: Last time I saw that stat, it was 34%. And I just saw someone Google it last week on a call with me and they fact-checked me and it was like 34 33%. It's a tough number to actually measure, but the point of it is it's pretty high. It's like 25, 30, 35%. It's a lot of traffic is still coming from Google. Awesome. Well, Tyler, I'm, I'm happy to have you guys here. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks, Kevin.
0: Hey, Barack, thanks for sitting down here at the AMPM podcast table at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. How are you doing, man? I'm great. So excited to be in Austin. And you're uh, one of the sponsors here at the event, and you're also sponsoring Helium 10's event, uh, Sale and Scale. Um, your company, Forskit, kind of an unusual name there, but uh, one that you can remember. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what you what you do? Um, absolutely. Um, you
12: know, my background, I lived in China eight years. I've done a lot of sourcing, a lot of trade shows, and uh, all of my customers wanted me to help them with the international shipments. And seven years ago, I started Forskit Digital Freight Forwarder, and we are the only Amazon FBA logistic company now with the MEOCC license, who offers real-time tracking on our platform.
0: Awesome. So, so shipping, that's an interesting space to be in right now with all the, the craziness that happened with COVID and some of that settled down a little bit, but has it really actually settled down or is it still still just a very fluid, crazy place to be right now.
12: Um, you know, last two years, uh, most of the the delays and most of the um, the problems in the industry was like organic. It was more about like supply and demand issue. Um, what we see now this year with the you know port congestions, with the strike with the truckers, um, all the um, you know the prices increasing with the inflation in the in the economy in the United States and the rest of the world. Uh, most of the the craziness still continue in a different way. We see that uh, the you know the content. Prices are coming down, but there, the delays are keep going. And then, you know, what is going on, especially in the uh, far east, uh, you know, politic issues between China and Taiwan started a new um, issues in the Chinese ports with the departures and the arrivals because there are a lot of like uh, military activities happening right now.
0: So, what, what's something that people can do right now if they're affected by, you know, the, what's happening with Taiwan, or they're affected by high rates? What what are some uh, some good options that they can do? I really think that uh, you know uh,
12: planning their inventory uh, and now being a, the brand owner and on Amazon or e-commerce, it, it requires a lot of planning, especially with the supply chain now. You know. Um, a couple of years ago like door to door deliveries was taking include the uh, production time maybe up to 45 to, to 60 days now we see 5 months so there are a lot of uh, other facts that uh, people need to be uh, careful about like such as cash cash flow um, inventory management um, planning their inventory especially fourth quarter is coming um, you know in august is a great time to uh, place a new order right after the fourth quarter right after the christmas the chinese new year is going to start this year pretty early uh, we're expecting the 20th to 25th of January. Most of the factories will be uh, going to the vacation holidays. So definitely uh, place an order in advance. Uh, planning and adding at least two to four weeks additional time for their inventory is like a key for not run out of inventory and not run, not run out of stock.
0: What's something people can do? You know, a lot of people that are in this business, they're new to shipping, they're new to maximizing a container. What's uh, a common mistake you see where people do where they could just really get their their cost per unit for their for their freight down if they just did Maybe it's a change in the, a slight change in the packaging or the way the cases are get to put together, or do a little bit of a calculus, you know, on, on how, how something goes into a container to maximize that, that can really drive costs down. Can you tell us a little trick or something that people should be looking at on that? Absolutely. Um, the one of the thing I think, if you're a small seller
12: or like new starter, definitely uh, try not to ship anything with the pallets. Uh, just try to lose cartons. Otherwise, you'll be losing at least 10 to 15 percent on the volume. Uh, if you're shipping a full container. Um, if you're not oversized items, uh, try to target ship to the West Coast instead of the East Coast if you're a seller in the United States. Um, one of the hacks that actually I will be sharing in a Billion Dollar Seller Summit is the ship from address.
0: Now, the force get, you guys are uh, kind of unique, where you have some pretty unique software where people can track and like they can see where the ship is. You know, it's uh, 300 miles off the, the coast of Hawaii or whatever. What, can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the digitalization
12: is uh, something. That every industry is highly affected, and you know uh, there are great softwares in the world, such as like Helium Tan, like Forceget, where you can maximize your profit. But more importantly, um, understanding your grand count of where your inventory is located at, as a 3PL, um, when your shipment is gonna come in, and what we are working on. One of the key is the the AI technology that we are planning uh, to uh, actually. You don't need to worry about anymore your inventory, uh, when you're going to place an order. Um, our platform is going to track how long it takes door-to-door delivery, um, how long it's going to take your manufacturing time. And basically, our platform is start offering you um, free of charge uh, when you need to be placed in order, according to the data that we are actually keeping in the background. And this is going to be, I think, really important in a couple of years, where the aggregators are aggressive in the market they want to acquire more brands and i think managing your inventory never run out of stock it it takes a lot of time and a lot of um uh, you know, detail orientation. So a platform like ours is gonna help you to track your shipments, track how long it's gonna take, which port or which even vessel, which ship line is the fastest, slowest, so that our platform will be automatically start giving you recommendations. When you should be shipping, where you should be shipping, and you might see the prediction, how long it's gonna take. But all those predictions
0: is gonna be very accurate because it's all about the data. Awesome. Well, Barack, I'm, I, I hear the music starting. I think the uh, the party's about to start here at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit. So uh, thanks for stopping by the table, man. I really thank appreciate it. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. When you get out to events like the Billion Dollar Seller Summit or the upcoming Sale and Scale in Las Vegas Helium 10s event, you get to meet amazing people like what you just heard. It's one of the best things you can do for your business. Get out, listen to some of the presentations, but more importantly than that is mix and mingle with the people like you just heard that just shared an amazing amount of information with you on this podcast live from the Billion Dollar Seller Summit this week. I hope you got a lot of good value from this. Hopefully I'll see you at a future event, hopefully at Sale and Scale in Las Vegas next month, or maybe I'll see you at a future Billion Dollar Seller Summit next year. But anyway, enjoy the rest of your week or your weekend or wherever you may be. I'm looking forward to seeing you again next week. But before we leave, I've always got a little golden nugget of wisdom for you. So today, I've got this one. The teacher learns more than the student. The author learns more than the reader. But the speaker learns more than the attendee. The way to learn is by doing. Once again, the teacher almost always learns more than their student. The author always learns more than the person reading what they wrote. And the speaker at an event like Billion Dollar Seller Summit or Sale and Scale learns more than the attendees. The way to learn is by doing. See you next week.